Welcome to the Empowered Soulmate Relationships Podcast. A podcast with your hosts, Gianna and Justin, where we approach relationships from a place of self-love, personal responsibility, individual wholeness first, and of course, love for each other. We've been in a relationship for over six years and have been doing relationship coaching four years and have helped many people create thriving relationships by starting with a thriving relationship with yourself. Which is why our relationship is so amazing. Okay, so I thought it would be cool if we talked about like a recent conversation of ours from like both sides and just have it be like open and vulnerable and empowered and really show people like an example of that and how we kind of like walk through our own stuff in our relationship yeah sounds great yeah Yeah. um so like I mean how would you like describe that pattern of ours of like where you sometimes have felt like not free in our or like pressured or Maybe that doesn't feel like the right word, but, like, not free, like, when we hang out or, like, when I want to hang out with you or, yeah, like, and it brings up that well, feeling for you. Like I said, I think that I would call the pattern controlling. Um, That's, like, you feel controlled. I feel controlled. Yeah. Um, I would say I don't think it, like, obviously it didn't start with you. Like I said earlier, I think it started with my mom. Like, my mom basically was, like, very con- conditional in her love is what I felt, like, do this and I'll love you. Be this way and I'll love you. Make good grades and I'll love you and I'll reward you. And I think she always loved me, but it didn't feel like love. She was like conditional. It felt, yes. It felt very conditioned, conditional. And so I still, I feel like I want to feel free and every interaction. Like you don't want me to feel like disappointed or like if I don't get what I want. Yeah. And I think in the or past mad. in the past when if I don't hang out with you or have sex with you when you want me to, you get disappointed and make it mean things, which makes me feel trapped. Which makes me feel like if I have to or you get you get angry at me or something or you hold it in and they get angry at me later and start I would. Yeah. Yeah. And you would start this belief this believe that, oh, we don't hang out, you know, as much, we don't hang out that much, or we don't have sex that much, when, you know, maybe we didn't have, we didn't do it as much as you wanted to, but we still did it, and it felt like it was coming from lack, so it felt like I had to do what you wanted me to do, or I was in trouble, so it was like the same kind of mom wound. Yeah, and I will say, though, like, there's, there's truth to that a lot in the past, like, more so. Um, but I feel like it also, like, like, what's the word? Like, it, like, exacerbates, like, irritates, I don't know. Like, it extra, like, flares it up based on, like, your wound. And I feel like sometimes you also, like, project that that's what I'm feeling when I'm not even feeling that way sometimes. Yeah, I can Based see that. on, like, maybe, like, think ways that I have been in the past and also, like, based on, like, your wounds, like, with your mom and, like, past girlfriends, too. Totally. Well, and, it, and it only happens when I feel like I'm in a sensitive mood. So, like, if I'm feeling really awesome, and I don't ever get bothered by it. But if I'm feeling kind of sensitive or, like, yeah, vulnerable, that's when I feel like I You're more sensitive to more it. sensitive to it. Or I don't know how to move it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I, I feel sad and or, like, I have to do what you want me to do. Otherwise, 
I'll be upset with you. I'll be disappointed. And you'll make up bullshit about me that I don't feel is true. <laughs> or, you'll like, say, make stories, and those yeah. stories feel, like, stressful to you. And then they feel stressful, but they also, yeah, they feel like, yeah, you'll make up stories that I don't believe. And, yeah. like, you know. Like, I'll, like, I'll like general, make these, like, general generalizations, generalizations from, yeah. you know. It's like, I, you know, I was helping a client yesterday who wants to become a life coach, and they felt like, oh, they don't do, they don't get enough, they're not good at giving advice because there's a, there's a part of them that felt like they're not good at giving advice because they gave advice to some guy, their friend about something, and he didn't take it or whatever. But it was just one time that it happened. Yeah. And he, made it, he made it mean all this stuff, yeah, all the like, time. Yeah, like if someone, like if somebody doesn't want to work with you, and you're like, nobody wants to work with me. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of times in, in life, people can get really into that state because it feels so intense. So I think in the past, I think it's gotten way better in our relationships, you know, and, you, and we have these wonderful conversations about it, which help us move through it. But I think in the past, you would get kind of upset, you know, that yeah. was a pattern. And then it would trigger my feeling, and then it was just this endless, I would, because like I said, it makes me feel anxious and like a, or it made, it made me feel before we were like openly talking about it, it made me feel very anxious mm -hmm. to the point where like I didn't know, it made me feel like a, a like cornered animal where all I knew how to do was get mad at you for getting mad at me. Right. So I would get mad at you after you got mad at me. And it was it, like, it's like our two triggers colliding. And yeah, because my yeah. trigger is people getting mad at me for not doing anything. For not doing what you, what, what they want you to do. Exactly. When they could, yeah. So yeah. that's my trigger. Like, all of nowhere, people, like, upset at me because I feel like I'm a really cool person for the most part. And... I don't really have issues with people when I can communicate with them. Yeah. And I don't really get mad at people when I can communicate with them. Yeah. And for me, like, you know, like, what I realized, like, on my end was, you know, like, yes, I would get, like, disappointed. And I think to an extent, like, that's okay, you know? Like, I think it's, like, like if we're going to hang out and it doesn't work out, it's like, oh, like, I, like, I would have loved to hang out with you, but, like, it's fine. You know, like, I'm, I'm good either way. Like, I'm full. But, like, I would have liked that, too. Like, it's okay to have, like, I mean, I'm just kind of, like, saying a little Definitely. more, like, obvious background for people that are, like, listening to this. But, like, I, like, it's okay to have, like, preferences and, and like, wants or needs in a relationship. But it's, totally. like, when you need them to feel whole and that's where you don't allow someone else to feel free. But, like, I think for me, like, you know, just, like, with my own journey, like, around, like, codependency in the past, like, you know, we were talking about this earlier where, like, in my last relationship, it was, like, a codependent relationship, and he did, like, fill a lot of voids for me, which was, did not, like, actually, like, help anything, and it wasn't sustainable, and it just led to, like, more codependency and, um, and resentment and things like that down the road, and, and me just feeling completely fucking lost after the relationship ended and depressed, but, like, but also... Um, like, I went from, like, one extreme to the other, where I was, like, like, I need, like, this other, like, I need the people that I date to, like, fulfill me, and then I went from, like, I don't need anything from anyone ever, and there's, like, a middle ground that I feel like I, you know, I'm definitely at now, of knowing that, like, my wants and my needs and my feelings in a relationship are valid, um, 
and I get to allow, and I allow you to be free and all of that. Um, but like I'd had like this past story from that dynamic where like I had this fear, like from past dynamics and stuff, where I had this fear that I wouldn't get what I wanted, like, and that I would be, like, then that I just had to, like, go without what I wanted. Like, I just had to be so whole and, like, never want anything and never need anything. And then, and I had to, like, go without what I wanted. And that's, and that's not what wholeness is to me, you know? And so that was, like, my projection that made, that made me feel, like, disappointed and, like, that made me feel like disappointed and um yeah because I think it was like it was it was like a little bit of <laughs> body so cute <laughs> but it just like um made me feel like a little like I was coming from the scarcity of like that of that core like feeling that it's like oh like like from extremes if that makes sense totally. um, and like I feel I remember one time when you got really disappointed this was like years ago over like something very little I was like there's no way that this isn't me like this has to be your dad or your mom and then we've talked about the stories like you know your dad wasn't around for a period of time when you were younger yeah I mean and you you told me story yeah and you told me that you're like your mom would say oh we're gonna go on this vacation and then she would gamble all the money away and then it's like oh we're not I mean you know I think you're confining to different stories but yeah basically well something yeah something yeah Something similar. Or Robert, or your stepdad gambled all the money away. Yeah. So you just told me multiple times of, like, uh, you've told me multiple times of things not working out for you. So it's like the the inner child starts to believe that that's just how that is. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, that doesn't feel, like, as, that doesn't feel, like, flared up in the present. I think that was really true in the past, where it's like, I, I did, like, I learned, because it's, like, I felt like my mom and my dad were continually not there for me, like, when I needed them to be, um, and, like, meeting my, ment- like, my emotional needs, like, my, my safety needs, like, really, like, doing the things that, like, were, were their job as my parents, I felt, and so I did learn to be overly independent in that way, too, and, like, I remember in my last relationship, like, having this, like, weird feeling where I'm, like, oh, my God, this is the love I've craved for so long, like, like, this is going to be, this is, like, kind of, like, a weird joke here, but, like, like, oh, I'm getting all this love from a man that, like, I really wanted from my dad and my mom, and, like, instead of, like, giving it to myself, and, like, not in, like, and giving it to yourself is not in, like, a, where, where you don't allow yourself to receive from other people. Like, it's, like, you're not coming from pain or fear or lack of others. You're coming from, like, you're coming from truly, like, nourishing yourself first and, like, on, like loving yourself and also being open to receive And, like, in my, in the last relationship, it felt like it was still coming from that pain of, like, I didn't get what I needed. I didn't get what I needed because I didn't deal with that yet. Like, I hadn't dealt with that. Like, I didn't get what I needed. And, and like, trying to get somebody else to give me what I needed before I gave myself what I needed first. And, yeah. And so I think, yeah, like, I think that that was also, like, probably relevant in the past as well where, like, there was a little bit of a story where it's, like, people just, like, let me down. And I just have to, like, go without what I want. And that disappointment, and that's what I've said, like, you know, sometimes when you would kind of be, um, you know, like, the time, you know, like, a while ago when you were, like, go do your stupid open mic. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, there's a reason I was saying that. Like, I'm not just trying to call you out or something. You but, no, I'm not trying <laughs> 
But I'm saying that the reason you're, you did that to me was because the disappointment felt bad. Yeah. So you didn't want to feel the disappointment. So it wasn't the disappointment. It was the disappointment of the past that felt bad too. Yeah. So it was like the, so you learned that disappointment doesn't feel good to feel. So I'm going to get be mad at you. Be mad at me. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't want to like sit with this. So I want to like blame you and be mean to you. Exactly. Yeah. So that that is what happens when you don't want to feel your feelings and feel your disappointment and feel those feelings. And I think with me, the reason I was able to do that more is because I feel like the feelings I never wanted to feel were like the paranoia that I felt or like the, you know, like the intense, like, oh no, uh, I'm going to die feelings or something that I had. Like, like the trauma with your body. The trauma, yeah. the ex, You know, so when I would feel sadness or disappointment, I enjoyed those feelings. Like I would like, I remember there was a Beck song that I would listen to, like, there was like a line, disappointment is a feather in your cap or something. I don't even remember. I don't even know what it meant. But it felt, I was like, yeah, disappointment. So I would feel these feelings like sadness, disappointment felt good to me. It felt relaxing. It felt like, okay, yeah, all right, I'm sad. This is cool. And so that made me always able to feel those feelings. But I get when it was like a, you know, a childhood wound where your mother and father aren't there and you're a kid and you have no idea how to like take care of yourself take care of yourself and those are the people that are looking for to you so it, there's a hope i remember at the beginning of our relationship there were you had before we lived together you had a lot of hopeless energy which i didn't really have like with my mom with just us being together and all this kind of stuff i remember um, you telling me that yeah. and i didn't really have that because i didn't have that upbringing in that way where you know you felt like my parents though they aren't they're conservative christians and actually they didn't vote for uh, trump so i don't know if they still are um but when when i was raised well they didn't so i was saying it positive yeah i know but anyways just uh, political oh yeah my dad would be like don't tell people who i voted for what are you doing so it can be a, it can be a private, the, personal choice. Hopefully they don't listen to the podcast, which they don't because they never listen to anything that I do. But they might listen to something you do. They, uh, I, your mom reads my posts. Yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, so I felt like my parents weren't – my parents never were dependable parents in the sense of if they said, hey, we're going to go on vacation, we would go to Myrtle Beach, right? They didn't – I mean, that – Sounds dependable to me. I know. I said they were dependable. Oh, I thought you said that they weren't dependable. No, they were like, totally what? dependable. That in, in the sense of taking care of my root chakra needs, they were amazing parents. They yeah. were great They at, were consistent, stable. They were consistent, stable. Yeah, they yelled and screamed, and my mom kicked me out for having a Buddhist book, and there was a lot <laughs> they, of issues there. And they didn't, there. like, allow you to be, like, your and they didn't, self. Yeah, they didn't allow me to be my – Yeah, everything that I did that was like weird, they freaked out and tried to control me, and – so, yeah, on that level, there's trauma, but on the level of, like, stability, stability consistency, consistency then being there, things. like, you know, your, your stepdad told you from what you've told me, oh, you're not going to eat this week. I'm not going to buy you groceries. Yeah. And, and then your mom just left y'all in that house when she, you know, for a long time to just, and then you moved out and you lived in, you know, without any electricity or whatever. So you had a lot of this 
hopeless feeling because the people that were supposed to take care of you didn't. So it feels hopeless, and you don't want to go into that. I mean, you could maybe at a kid been like, fuck this, I'm going to. I mean, that's not really realistic. I kind of feel like my dad did that, to be honest. So shout out yeah, to Yeah, but dad. that's like total overfunctioning. It is. It, it, he does that. He does overfunction. Yeah. But there is a part of it. I, I'm, I'm saying that you're right, and I'm sorry for you, and I'm sending you a lot of love and compassion. But I think that, yeah, that your, your mom, so that's why that felt extra bad to you. Because mm-hmm. going into that disappoint, like, what I don't like to go into is, like, in the past, what I didn't like to go into was, like, the fear paranoia or something that I had. Because it felt like death, right? Yeah, because your ear, because you lost hearing. Because I lost my hearing in my left ear out of nowhere. Yeah, like, woke up half deaf. Woke up half deaf, and no one knew what happened, and then I just started to have these fears. Yeah. Oh my God, is my, you know, I would drink water and be like, is my body going to forget how to piss? Like, yeah. what happened? You, you don't feel safe in your body. I didn't body. feel safe in my body, yeah. exactly. And so that felt like death to me. So disappointment and sadness, I was like, bring that on. That feels like good. I felt crying, wow. You know, I cried at first when I was like 21, 22. It was like the first time I had cried for like 10 years and it felt Jeez. amazing. Yeah, I never <laughs> cried. Wow. I remember I remember driving around when I had problems screaming because I couldn't cry. I would just drive around and scream. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but so so that feeling felt very that feeling felt comforting to me. The disappointment and sadness. But for you it it equated with death. It equated with survival. It equated with you like know, being on my own. Being on your own, no one's there for you. Are you just left to the fucking wilderness of hell? You know what I mean? Because I mean that's what it feels like. There's nobody yeah, there no, for, for you sure. when you're, and you know you're, you're a girl in, uh, you know, in a world in a in a scary world, and you're trying to function, and your parents aren't there. So so that is why that feels that way to you. So moving forward, what solved that was me being understanding and you looking into that disappointment and you seeing, okay. Yeah, and feeling it. And, and like, feeling it. And, you know, like. And feeling safe in it, being like, okay, I'm safe. Yeah, but like feeling safe in it, but like I feel like I did a lot of work on that like before we got together. And I think it's just like, like I don't know, like a deeper layer of it or something. But yeah, like. Honestly, like, if you don't want, like, it's like, I don't, like, yes, I want that. Like, of course, I want to spend really good time with you and, like, have sex with you and just, like, have, like, beautiful times together. And, like, when I allow you to have that freedom, you choose that, excuse me, even if, like, you know, in the short term, like, maybe it would be a bit less just to give you the sense of freedom that would lead to it involving to more time together down the road. Um... And in those moments, being able to, like, be with myself, and I am, and I do, where I'm able to just, not from this, like, cold, like, mad, like, screwed over, like, wounded place where I'm like, nobody's there for me. I'm on my own. I have to be on my own. Like, not like that, but, like, be, like knowing that, like, other people, like, do want to be there for me. Other people, like, want to, like, love me and want to spend time with me and, like, all of that. And I do know that now. And to be able to just, like, 
like lean into that a little bit deeper in those moments and like and also know too like I'm not a child anymore like I don't need like my like like I don't need my mommy and daddy to like save me to you look really beautiful today. <laughs> thank you But, yeah, like, I don't need, like, my mommy and daddy, like, to save me anymore. Like, I'm, like, I'm a big girl. Like, I'm an adult. And, like, I am fine on my own. But that doesn't mean that I don't, that doesn't mean that I have to be on my own all the time forever. That I can't receive. And just to clarify, you guys, because I know some people go from, like, codependent to overly independent. Like, I don't need anything from anyone. It's like, okay, we'll go be single and live in a cardboard box and eat nothing but um, fucking Cheerios for the rest of your life. You don't ever want to receive or feel anything from anyone ever. Um... Yeah, and so, like, and, like, honestly, like, in the times where I'm alone, I might go and, like, have a good time. I might just, like, relax. I might cuddle with Zen. I might go hang out with friends, like, my family. I might go masturbate, like, yeah. my own sexual energy, like. And I think and, COVID definitely made it a little more difficult to be on, to do things, because we can't go, you know. But, yeah, so I think it makes sense why I mean, this I've, stuff I've, has come up more. Yeah, but I feel, I feel like I have found... Yeah, you've done a great job. My routines in COVID that I'm really thankful for. But, you know, I don't have anybody around me that's, like, high risk. I'm not, like, around. So I think I'm a little more blessed in that way where I feel comfortable being, connecting with, like, a few intimate friendships, my mom, my sisters, and and myself. And that feels, like, nourishing to to a good extent for me. Um, And, well, I was also just going to say that, like, that coming from that lack place, like I said, lack begets lack. So lack doesn't come out, hey, I feel lackful, unless you're like conscious of it. Lack comes out, you don't ever do this, you don't do that, you don't do that. So that makes me like, I, you know, at one point in time when, you know, years ago when we had our like fights, when you would kind of tell me that I didn't do things, it felt very gaslighting. Like invalidating. Invalidating. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we want to be like technical, I don't know. I think like when people gaslight, can I just sidebar this? Yeah, You know, because like I have had clients that have like legitimately been like gaslit by like narcissists and things like that. and, And I think that it's important to be aware of the distinction of someone who is projecting and just kind of like unaware and maybe invalidating you versus someone who is like denying your reality that they know is reality. Yeah. I mean, whatever feels better for you, but yeah, you, you invalidated me like, Oh, we don't, you don't ever give me massages, but it was like, Okay, or you've never given me one. It's like, oh, I have. I would make general statements. I was like, well, I have. Maybe I haven't given it to you to the point that you want to, which is fair criticism. Because the funny thing is, is I'm. It's funny how like all this manifests because I feel like I'm pretty awesome, and you can, you know. I mean, yay I or nay. definitely think you are. No, That's I mean, why I'm dating I, you. <laughs> no, I'm saying when it comes to criticism, like mm, I feel yeah. in 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 art and everything, like I don't take things. Like, I can say anything to you as long as I say it the right way. Yeah, exactly. So I think that those things, like, if you'd be like, hey, you don't give me as many massages as I want. Like, okay, that's fine. But from that lack place that you used to feel, and thank God we're way beyond that, (laughs) is you don't ever do that. And I think that was kind of a culmination. That was only kind of a 
uh, a season of our relationship because I think that, you know, you were kind of looking at different things and whatever. But in that season, you were very like, well, you don't do this and you don't do that. And there was these generalizations. Mm -hmm. And that felt very invalidating to me because I would drive around because I would think that you were right. And then I would drive around and be like, oh, no, actually, I did. What is she talking about? And then I would, because I have an amazing memory, and I would be like, you know, okay. December, I mean, I do, December <laughs> 12th, 19, you know, whatever, December 12th, 2019, you know, I would, or whatever, I would know the time, I could tell you, and so then you couldn't argue with it, and then, but that made me feel even more so triggered around if you, if you say, like, like, I re- recently, you know, um, I was kind of in, like, a sort of vulnerable place, and I was tired, and it was night, and you said something like, we don't hang out, or you don't, we didn't hang out, or something like that, and I got kind of triggered. No, I said, why, I said, why don't, what did I say? I was like, why don't we, why aren't we, why don't we hang out, or, or we should hang out, or, I don't know. Yeah, like, and, and that was on me, and I got triggered because. Like, you took it in a way that I wasn't. Yeah, I took it in a way because of the past where it felt like that was a that was a big wound in our relationship where it was like I felt like I was doing my best and obviously you can always do better and I could have done better and I wasn't, you know, but I felt like and you were like telling me that I wasn't. You were telling me that I wasn't doing things that I felt well, like I would, I was I would doing. make like generalizations and part of it was like and you needed to feel acknowledged and I get that now, but like at the time, like, I would just make, like, general statements that, that weren't, like, it's kind of like with a friend, if you're, like, you hang out with them every once in a while, but you're like, oh, my God, we never hang out. Yeah. But, like, you, you know that you do, but, like, you're saying, like, like, the intention behind the word never is, like, we yeah. need to hang out more than this. And like, I think I would that, that would actually, not to call you out, but I think that would file under your definition of gaslighting. Okay. That's not the intention, though, in saying that. It's just not being, like. It's not being like, mm, what's the word? Like, it's not being like as accurate and precise as like what I'm saying. Which is how we communicate <laughs> my words. Yeah, I know, I know. So, but like, yeah, okay. but I, mean, okay. I think you get my point though. I get your point. But so I think that. <laughs> and like, I would also get lost in the lack too. Like it would just feel like. Yeah, you would get lost in the lack. Like it would just be like, oh, like, I, like this is like so, so not. Like, but the oh, whole point of that is to say that when you're not face like. You know, this was a time in your life, like, I mean, you did this amazing thing. You made, you, you know, at a very young age, created this, you know, six-figure business, very successful, you know, da 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 And you kind of didn't, coming from the place of lack and your, your upbringing, where you didn't really have money, and this was all this new thing to you. So it was, like, kind of amazing, but also kind of scary. And I think at that time, you weren't really letting me in on that. Like, I didn't know that you were... That I, that I, that I like... And, and this is obviously... This is a generalization, because this isn't, like, true in every moment. Yeah, it's not true in every... Moment. This is a... De- we're talking about an aspect. Yeah. So all these things are aspects. It's kind of like what I said we're earlier. We're just being clear here. We're being clear. Yeah, no, I think it's great to be clear. Good job. Sorry. Thanks. I think it's all about... Ask, like, like I said, there, there's an... Like... Most of the time, our relationship's amazing. But if I fall into wounded Justin and you fall into lack Gianna, there's going to be a fight, right? There's going to – those two 
Those two, I remember one time I went to, uh, it was my ex. But it's, but it's how we talk about it. It's how we yeah, it's always, but I remember one time when me and my ex were living in Costa Rica, and we were just, did not like each other. She didn't like me, and I didn't like that she didn't like me. And um, we went on this, we went, we had a day off, and we went somewhere, and um, it was great. And we her some of her friends came into town, and we had this great day. And I was like, wow, we actually really like each other. Like, these people really get along, mm-hmm. right? Those other people don't get along. So and at that point in time, I didn't have the intelligence that I do now to really go dive into that. But I see now where it's like those two people are going to butt heads because I'm wounded. I have a mother wound, and you have a, um, like, I have a I'm not enough wound, and you have uh, you're not doing enough wound. Like you're going to disappoint me or something. Yeah, so those two, they don't do well together. So, but, but, so, yeah, so back to what I was saying about, sorry, I was just, like, clearing that up that you're right. It's all these different aspects of us. So, there was an aspect of, of you while you were creating this amazing business and helping all these people <coughs> there was a part of you that was feeling anxious because sometimes. sometimes because it was new and it was a lot and it was a lot to keep on and you're like taking your money and you're spending it all on a co- on a really expensive coach. I mean, I wasn't spending it all, but but okay, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. You were spending <laughs> a considerable amount of money on a coach and then this and this and this and it was a lot for you at the time to take on. And maybe I was in my own delusional world and I wasn't the best that maybe at that point in time. I mean, I was facing a lot of my fears around like money. Totally. Yeah. And I didn't know, I didn't know how intense your fears around money was. So, and I also didn't, like you didn't really open up to me as much. And I didn't also, I wasn't the best at the time in being open to hearing you. Like, I had a session with a client recently who was talking about their boyfriend. Can I pause you for a second? Why? I'm just, I guess I'm kind of wondering, like, what you're saying here. Well, can I say what Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a client recently that was talking about how their boyfriend doesn't do what they want him to do in the sense that he's kind of oblivious, you know, to certain things. And I was like, oh, I related to that's how I used to be. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used to be that way. But you have to tell him, right? You can't just, like, expect, you, them, to read expect them to read your mind. And I think that, yeah, in a, in, a, in, a, in a really perfect relationship, how awesome would it be to come in and you would walk in and you'd be like, baby, you're having money issues right now. Come here. Here's five grand and a hug. <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. But that doesn't have, you know. So I'm over here and, you know, I'm trying my best to create my stuff and, I'm doing shows and doing my coaching and uh, trying to write this book, and I'm all all over the place. And I'm not maybe as sensitive to what you're going through um, because I'm seeing the res- I'm seeing the results. I'm seeing like, whoa, she made ten thousand dollars this month. That's fucking amazing. You know, at the time that was unbelievable. And I was like, wow, you did this, so you must be good. You know. <laughs> So, I mean, that's just... Like, I must be feeling good. You must be feeling good, yeah. So that was, like, where my mind went. So you didn't really tell me, and I didn't really ask. 
because I was, you know, I didn't know that there was that much going on underneath the surface. I mean, I feel like that's a big general statement because it's like it wasn't, that's not like how I felt the whole time. Well, no, I know. I'm just saying that I'm talking about that. I'm talking about those two aspects. I'm talking about oblivious Justin and don't share how I feel Gianna. Those two, it, uh, that's what I'm trying to say. You you also were doing great, and there's, I mean, there's... So what, I'm curious of what your point is in bringing there's up, like, multitudes. the whole business stuff. What? I was just wondering what your point is in bringing up the whole business stuff. Um, I might have to go back and listen to the podcast, <laughs> but I remember there was some reason I said it. But I think is what I was trying to say is that there's just different, like, I, I guess I was bringing that up to, to say that, well, the first thing I was trying to say was that I think I was talking about money with your par- with your pa- with your parents and and I I don't remember what I was trying to say. Like when my parents weren't there for me, like it wasn't just financial though that they were. Well, no, like, I, I know. Didn't feel, like safe. Well, like, no, I was talking about how like I think I know what I'm talking about. Hopefully, we can cut, cancel this part out. But <laughs> or leave it. Go for it. Keep going. Well, just me going like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, I was trying to say that the aspects like the different aspects of us that create this and create that. So I was saying like you didn't you not telling me how you felt created me and then when you would tell me sometimes it would be like aggressive created me to withdraw and be afraid and feel like I have to do what you do or I'm in trouble. It's created anxiety. So it's like I'm just trying to tell the viewer or the listener that the greatest thing to do, what solved that is being able to feel your feelings and knowing that what you want, you deserve. And also, like we said in the past, like... And it's not another person's job to, like, abandon themselves to give it to you in that moment. Exactly. And also knowing that just because I don't want to have sex one night doesn't mean that I don't want to have sex for five nights, right? Or... Just because I don't want to hang out this weekend doesn't mean that I'm not going to hang out for any other weekend going. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, like, really important to stay in that level space in relationships of love. And I think what helps that and what creates that is is feeling safety. And what creates that feeling of safety is that ability to communicate. Communicate the safety, feelings. like for you to not feel anxious, for or like both people, for for you not to feel like you know, like in the past, if you would have said, "Hey, you don't want to have sex tonight," that makes me feel like you never want to have sex again, and that we, our sex life sucks. And I would be like, "Okay, I understand how you feel that way, but how I feel is that you know, like I remember one time after we had really great sex, you." were making sure that, like, I was staying with you. And you were like, are you sure you want to stay in the room with me? And I was like... Cause I had a thought, cause, and you had done this kind of before, and, and maybe, I can't, I don't recall, like, the specific circumstances, but maybe it was, like, more of, like, a cookie, so to speak, where it's like, hey, we're going to have sex, and then you have, like, something to do after that. But, like, it doesn't, like, after we have sex, like, I like to have some time. Usually, it doesn't have to be this way every time, but, like, where we, because like, because to me that's like intimate. Yeah, and I like, agree. And like I, yeah, and like I want to like be, like kind of digest that for a minute and, and hold each other in that in like a loving way, not be like, 
oh, we just, like, exposed our souls and our bodies. Bye. I'm just like, what just happened? <laughs> so, I see both sides. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I do, too. Like, it doesn't, like, it's not, it doesn't have to be that way every time. Like, sometimes, like, there can be yeah, a, lot no, of, no. a lot of magic and, like, a quickie that's like, you know, okay, we had sex, wow, and then we go back. Wow, he just fucked me so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, she fucked me so good. <laughs> and we just like jump into something else. Like that's that's okay too. I'm sometimes. gonna go write poetry. <laughs> but yeah, and so like I had this thought, so I felt like there was like a few more of those times than like had like felt good, and so I was just like becoming aware of like, hey, like that's not what I want to that extent. And w- even though you weren't doing that in that moment, I had that thought come up like, is that what he wants to do right now? Like, is that like gonna happen? And so I just communicated that, and I was like. So I'm really, like, enjoying this right now, but, like, part of me has this thought that, like, maybe you want to go and, like, do something else right now. Like, how do you feel, though? Kind of thing. And that was amazing. And I love that. Because that is what creates you feeling that you have that feeling and you didn't project it on me. You didn't say, you just want to leave, dick, right? <laughs> you you said, you said, hey, how do you feel? Because you had that feeling come up and you felt it and you... And, it, and you touched it, and you got there with it. And then you asked me. In, like, a conscious way. In a conscious way. way. And I said, no, baby, I want to stay here. And we stayed here. It was beautiful, and it was amazing. Yeah. So it's like, and then that creates more of that. Mm-hmm. That's what created more of that, right? Because yeah. that moment in time there is what, and that's, and that's, that's like, you know, what creates new patterns and new minds is, calling that shit out you know yeah but so so i guess to like bring it all full circle here like the pattern of you not feeling free and feeling like controlled and me feeling disappointed when i wouldn't get like what i wanted you know like honestly like i do think that that disappointment was like childhood stuff for me like more in the past like I like I hadn't had the opportunity to feel it that deeply in a relationship until we got that deep with each other to be able to like clear it that deeply I guess you could say but to me it's like because I know a lot of like my clients will like relate to those kinds of patterns so I just want to be like clear with this which is you know and like for me it became kind of like more of like an expectation in our relationship based on like where I felt like there were times where we just kind of got busy um in in other life stuff um and, and work stuff and things like that but um and that was cool because it really like created like a clarity around like my true preferences in our relationship and you know I'm sure vice versa as well but like from there yeah like like I don't ever want you to feel like I like that's not hot to me like I don't want you to like ever feel like you have to abandon yourself to please me and like that to me would show like that would create a lack of respect like I like I think it's like sexy when you listen to yourself and you honor yourself because that shows me that you're like a, a whole person of integrity and I don't a part I, of you does another part no I do no like that's sense. that's how I feel and like I love that but you know like in the past like I would feel disappointed and it's not that I didn't want you to listen to yourself but it was like more that I had like a scarcity that I wasn't going to get what I wanted it wasn't that I, and like, and so I get how that created like a, how that created like a pressure onto you. Um, but yeah, it was more like from a scarcity. It's not like that that wasn't okay or that I didn't want that, but it was more just like a fear that it wasn't, I wasn't going to get what I wanted. 
And so, but yeah, like from the place where I'm just like knowing that that's bullshit, like I do get what I want from like my own wholeness first and like giving you the freedom, like that's going to naturally lead to what I want. So it was just in me letting go of that story that like, I'm not going to get what I want. I'm not going to get what I want because in reality, that's not, that doesn't, that's not, that doesn't make sense. And that's not true. And it doesn't get you what you want. Yeah, it doesn't. But also like, that's just not real. It's like, it's like saying like, when I bake like put all the ingredients into a mixer and bake it in the oven it's not going to be a cake it's not going to be a cake it's like That's dude funny. you put all the fucking ingredients in the fucking mixer and you baked it and you followed the directions it's a fucking cake chill the fuck but out oh no i didn't put it in the oven i put it in the refrigerator <laughs> but, it's but and i think but look i just want to finish this okay, point yeah, and say that <clears throat> like it was from like just letting go of that story like in our relationship where i could just because it, cause it wasn't that I couldn't feel good on my own, and it wasn't that, like, at that point, because I'd already worked on that stuff in the past, but <clears throat> it was more just, like, a story at that point. And yeah, so, like, and the story without it being... And so just, like, letting go of the story. Yeah, because without the story being, like, cut up and broken down and looked at, it starts to create a, a, life, a life of its own. Yeah. And yeah. then the story gets so much momentum... You don't even know what the fuck you're saying, right? You, if you're, you're allowing your unconscious if you're allowing, to yeah, yeah. take over. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Like, to, I guess, like, full circle. In letting go of the story, feeling whole on my own, allowing you the freedom, there's not a problem. Totally. And you get Boom. what you want. Yeah. High fives. Okay. And a kiss. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I was going to say that, like... Maybe closing thoughts? My closing thoughts, yeah. My closing thoughts are, I think... Because I started off with how it was my mom's thing. Like, my mom feeling... And my dad did it, too. But the mom, for whatever reason, is the one that I have more problems with. (laughs) Uh, But I feel that my mom really wanted me to be an outstanding citizen. And I feel like at this point in my life, it took me a while to get there. But I feel like I am. I feel like I am a... She wanted you to, like, be conformed. Well, yeah, but she want. I think at, at her core, what she wanted me was to be like the. Oh, here comes Justin Blackburn. What a swell guy! Look at him go. You know the not. Oh, that's Justin Blackburn, the best banker in Greer, South Carolina. He's got such a nice cubicle and a yeah. beautiful wife and kids and. Exactly. Has a savings account and went to college and finished and. Blah, 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 blah. Totally, and I think that's what she wanted, and I think that. At the core of that, what she wanted was just to be to be a good person and have people like me and respect me. Because she needed that to feel to fill her wound. Yes, because her mom died when she was a kid, and people made fun of her for not having a mom. And she wanted to feel normal. And she wanted to feel normal, so she took that out on me. So she did everything she could to get me to feel normal. But what the funny thing is, is like I feel like when she just let me go, and I quit, you know, I became a good person. Like, I think I'm a good person. I think people like and respect me. You know, I think uh, I'm doing a great thing with my life coaching. It feels really awesome. And I'm getting people good results and really helping people out. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think that if my mom understood that what she was wanting, I already was. Yeah. She was wanting. In your your flavor of it. Yeah, my flavor of it. Exactly. Like, you know, and I think, you know, me, even though my mom doesn't see this, me standing up against in the past, you know, standing up for social justice issues and things like that is being a outstanding member of, or I, don't, I mean, I'm not like 
it's like, wow, I'm not, but you know what I mean? Like comparatively yeah. to the other people around me who don't really say shit or a lot of people, <clears throat> I think that my mom, like if my mom could see it from that perspective, she would be like, oh my God, I created the person that I wanted to create. But right now she only sees it through the details. But if she saw it through the vibration of, wow, my son is a good person. He's doing good job. You know, he's doing his best. He's, you know, I mean, and that's like cool. So I just, I'm just, yeah. So I'm just saying that it's funny because I feel like what my mom wants me to be, I feel like I am. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's her Mm -hmm. lack. It's not being able to see me for that person. Right. And that's what I feel like, you know, to put it on you in the past is the same thing. Like you were wanting me, you wanted me to have more sex. You wanted me to hang out more and all this kind of stuff. And I wanted that too. But I didn't want it from that we're place. not doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like right when you stopped doing that, it started happening. Mm-hmm. So that was that long-winded thing that I think yeah. sums it up. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I appreciate it. Well. Yeah. I think we should leave at that then. That's great. I think that was a great episode. You're yeah. awesome. Thank you, you for that was really fun. Yeah. Love you. Proud of you. <laughs> no, I was good. I was just fucking with it to see because you were wanting me to turn it off. Is it off? Yeah. <laughs> turn it off. If this episode was inspiring and helpful to you, we would love it if you left a review down below. And if you are looking for more support, you can find the information below where you can follow us online to keep up with our daily free content and where you can work with us.